your writing journey, you have to realize that there isn't an end point. You will never go, oh, I'm 100% balanced all of the time. There will always be more you can do to improve your seat, improve your connection, improve your sitting into the horse to be able to go with that horse at that top, top top way. Welcome to the Your Writing Success Podcast. My name is Natasha Altoff and I'm a Grand Prix dressage writer from Australia, author of three books and a leading online trainer of writers all around the world wanting to take their writing to the next level. I'm also a chocoholic, mother of two amazing children and obsessed with helping writers be all they can be. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you stories of inspiration, ideas and strategies of how to make real progress in your writing, and give you actionable advice on overcoming writing fear and anxiety so you can take your writing to the next level and be the writer you dream to be. So let's get into today's episode. Hey, writing superstars. Today, we are going to talk about balance. A balance in dressage riding. Balance, what the hell does it mean when the judge goes, needs more balance? What does it mean when your coach is saying, be more balanced? Are you talking about me? Are you talking about the horse? Let's go deep into balance today and see if I can help unblock a little bit of those those, um, confusing spots for you. Balance is defined in the dictionary as an even distribution of weight, enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. I don't even know what that means. And then there's a second definition, a situation in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. Yeah, so that doesn't help us. When I read that, I'm more confused about balance um, than anything. To me, when, when you say the word balance, what actually comes to my brain is a seesaw. And it's a seesaw when both people are in the air because they're they're completely the same weight. So the seesaw is completely balanced. No one is higher or lower than the other and no one is heavier or lighter than the other. That to me is balance. Um, and balance is a huge word. It's used everywhere. Like I think of um, Phil with his piano and he's like, you've got to balance the left and the right hand. You've got to balance. And then I think of a, um, my kids love to go on um, like a beam and they want to balance on the beam and they put their hands out, you know, to make sure that they're balanced. So balance can mean a lot of different words, which when a judge or a coach is saying more balance, it's a very, very poor way to communicate because that word is a very general word and it doesn't lead to the specificity required for you to understand, well, what should I be doing to improve that? So let's talk about your balance first. That's probably the easiest one to understand. So obviously you, as the rider, want to be balanced on the horse. When you're learning how to ride, you might want to put your arms out for balance. When I think of balance, I also think of when my husband learnt to ski. He um, doesn't like everything in my life. He, We've known each other since we were 16 years old. So we have a very long relationship and um, he's always better than me in pretty much everything. He is a very, very skilled He's just one of those people that's good at everything. Very annoying. Um, but I had been skiing my whole life, so I could definitely ski. And so I'm better than him. 
on his first day of skiing and he's like no 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 this won't do he's like okay well yep i've been down the 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 green easy run let's go to one of your runs i'm like we're not going on one of my runs but obviously by i think the second day it's like let's go on the intermediate run and he is like determined not to fall so when you're skiing and, and when you're learning anything um the lower your center of gravity is the less likely you are to fall so he intuitively would be going down this ski slope in the deepest squat you would ever see his bum was almost on the ground i mean it wasn't that deep but he's in a really deep squat with his arms out completely out like he's flying and then his stocks which is like the 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 sticks that you use when you ski they were out even further he was a he was a hazard to be around you're like oh my god everyone get out of that guy's way but good luck to him he would he ended up going down the mountain and even to this day i might look better when I ski, but he's just as fast as me and just as good as me um, because he's, you know, that that committed. So he had to find that balance um, to be able to stay on the ski. So it didn't matter how he looked so much. It didn't matter how he got down the mountain as long as he got down the mountain in a fast way and um uh yeah got that to happen in in the way that was best for him so sorry for that distraction guys i'm just going to deviate from this podcast for a second does anyone wear an apple watch i swear siri needs to butt out siri is listening all the time and i never say siri and like every half an hour recently she's like yep what do you need oh i didn't quite get that i'm like i'm not talking to you back off anyway side note Back to balance. So when you think about balance when you're riding a horse, you need to obviously go, I'm going, my, my version is you're going with the horse. That the horse doesn't canter and you get left behind and, you know, end up falling off. Or the horse doesn't shy to the left or shy to the right and you just fall to the left or fall to the right and fall off their back. That wherever the horse moves, that you're connected, that you go with the horse. Um, that's always my my higher level understanding of balance. So uh, I have, I'm very fortunate. I have a very hot horse at the moment that pretty much jumps to the side, jumps in the air, just jumps very quickly without warning, without any reason actually his biggest reactions are when you can't see the reason like if you see like a flower pot he might do a little jump but if you can't literally see anything like there was nothing there that's when the big jumps come (laughs) and i'm lucky i've developed my balance to a point where it doesn't matter where he goes and how quick he goes and what he does that my hips my bum my seat my legs my entire body just goes with the movement i can't say i still enjoy it it's so not fun but there's no risk of me falling to the left or the right or the forward or the back because i'm in balance with the horse and i'm 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 centered i'm in the horse then obviously um that's that and then also when the horse trots when the horse canters especially when you have a horse with a really big trot or with a really big canter you have to find your balance within that and that's something i'm still learning i actually still find it really hard to be still and find that amazing balance on the bigger moving horses i find frisians dead easy i can you know i when it's a smaller moving horse i can sit very still but the bigger the horse and the bigger the movement the more i go oh where's my balance i'm just a little bit in front or a little bit behind or a little bit perched on top rather than inside so um always with 
your writing journey, you have to realize that there isn't an end point. You will never go, oh, I'm 100% balanced all of the time. There will always be more you can do to improve your seat, improve your connection, improve your sitting into the horse to be able to go with that horse at that top, top top way um so when you think of balance i think it's always a good thing to go yes i want to improve my balance and i'm going to work on my balance every time i ride my horse so that's your balance now let's think about the horse the horse has four legs and when you think about that you're like whoa that sounds a bit complicated to stay balanced on four legs i find it hard to stay balanced on two legs but then now that i'm thinking it through yeah okay i find it about hard to stay balanced on two legs what about when i take a leg away Do I find it hard to stay balanced on one leg? Yes, that's even harder. So when you think about a horse and you think about, well, the walk tends to be the easiest gait for all of us, for us to stay balanced. It's also the easiest gait for the horse because there are four legs on the ground. There's, well, there's one leg being lifted at each time. So three legs on the ground, one leg up. The minute you start trotting, you've got two legs on the ground and two legs off the ground at any one time. And then when you start cantering, depending on the footfalls of the canter, but there is a stride in the canter where there's only one leg on the ground. There's three in the air and one leg on the ground. So you go, whew, that sounds a bit complicated. No wonder horses that are young and have suddenly weight on their backs when they're getting broken in that they might find that canter harder because um, there's only one leg to hold the horse up and you. So when I'm riding with my horse, I'm always going, okay, how can I improve his balance? And I will do exercises like move him to the right. So I might leg yield him to the right. And then um, the minute I feel him lean to the right or start falling to the right, I'm going to yield him off the right leg and now leg yield him to the left. Um, so he's always needy. He's never allowed to fall or lean or um, just kind of collapse and throw all his weight onto the way that we're going. He has to constantly, and how I visualize it is just keep your weight on all four legs. Whether those legs are on the ground or not, if I can keep 25% of his weight through his front leg, front right leg, through his front right, left leg, through his back right leg, through his back left leg, then my horse is going to be balanced. He's not going to be leaning or twisting or falling one way. And of course, this isn't as big of a problem. It still is a problem. Like in in preliminary, um, if your horse isn't balanced and you ask for a 20 meter circle, your horse is either going to fall in on the circle or he's going to, to, um, you know, fall out and lead with that shoulder and, and bold out of the out of the out of the circle so it doesn't matter if you're riding a three-year-old or a grand prix horse you're constantly looking at the balance and constantly going um does my horse have an even weight in all parts of his body where it needs to be and he's not leaning or falling a certain way um and this so the to me the word balance is kind of the another word for straightness um, when I'm thinking of straightness with the horse, I'm not just thinking, am I straight down a center line? But when you think about a horse straight down the center line, if you've got weight 25% inside front, outside front, inside hind, outside hind, then your horse has to go down that center line straight. But if he's got 50% of his weight um, on the on the left, like on the yeah on the left front then you can just intuitively go, well, as you come down that center line, you're going to start drifting to the left because there's more weight there. So it's very important, obviously, your weight is evenly distributed, but that the horse's weight is evenly distributed. So also when I think of, of straightness, I think of uprightness. 
I don't want my horse to be falling to either shoulder. I want whether I go in a circle or whatever I'm doing that when you look at my horse, my horse is looking straight. So on the vertical plane, he's straight and on the horizontal plane that he's straight. And that's obviously the same for me. I might look straight vertically, but horizontally I might have a twist in my hip or something. And it's the same with the horse. So balance and straightness to me, I I can't improve the balance without improving the straightness. And I can't, um, uh, you know, I can't work on one without the other. So they're very much intertwined to me almost in my brain, the same thing. I wouldn't say that I'm working on balance without working on straightness and vice versa. So I trust that helps. And how to improve your balance really is that time. It's that um, feeling of going, yes, I've lost that shoulder or yes, um, I'm not going with the horse, whether it's my balance or the horse's balance. But if you can think about having an even weight between the four legs, that will definitely help you and definitely um, give you something more, give you a little bit of a reference point when you're on your horse. Because I know for me, when I was learning, people would go, is your horse straight? And I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea how to tell. Um, But now it's very easy if someone says, is that straight? Or even I, I'm like, I don't think anyone really asks me that. But as I'm riding, I'm like, am I straight? Is there an even weight or something bulging? Is something tight? Is something twisting? Is something leaning? What do I need to fix? to um, unblock everything and get a fully balanced straight horse. So I trust that helps. I trust that was fun for you. Um, please remember, give any feedback. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us, info at youriding-success.com or leave us a re- review. We would love as many reviews as possible. Also, if you would like to learn more about balance and straightness and the German training scale and improving your dressage and getting better dressage results, I would love to invite you to my new dressage training class. We have filmed a new um, class to help you get you dressage results and teach you what you need to do in order to get the dressage results that are right for you. So if you haven't seen that new class, I would love for you to go check it out. Um, The link is in the show notes and I can't wait um, to see you in the class. Have a good ride. I'll see you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want more information, including the transcription, head over to youriding-success.com backslash podcast. There you'll find all our other podcasts, lots of cool manuals there for you, lots of cool other transcriptions, heaps of free resources there for you. Just go to youriding-success.com backslash podcast to get that all and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode.